What if just one customer experience could end an epic vacation on a low note? What if that business just couldn't leave that horrible experience alone? Stay tuned for a tale of permanent markers, 180 degree turnarounds, and exotic locales. This is the customer experience storytime tale of The Crooked Path to a Tattoo. The Upsell presents CX Storytime, Tales from the Customer Journey. I'm your host and storyteller, Russell Lolliker. What you're about to hear is a real story. Though names have been changed, these are real people having a real customer experience. It's a story of customers on their journey as they build or break relationships with businesses just like yours. Today, we'll hear from Jeremy, who is enjoying a beautiful, exotic vacation with his girlfriend, Bree. To mark the occasion, he decided to get a tattoo only for that experience to take more turns than anyone expected. We'll wrap it up by digging into the emotional impacts, the lessons we can take from this story, and the universal truth we can all live by. The customer journey is an emotional one, and so it begins. Jeremy had never been to Bali. It wasn't a place he'd ever really wanted or needed to go to. It was really far away, he didn't know much about it, and there were so many other places that really drew his interest. But here he was, sitting in a tattoo parlor in Seminyak on the west coast of Bali. It's amazing what a persuasive girlfriend with a need to grow her yoga skills can convince you to do. And he was convinced again to sit at this tattoo parlor while she ponders getting ink of her own. Jeremy has long wanted to get another tattoo. It took him eight years to finally get his first a few years after that to get his second, and then a long, long period of limbo. He has lots of ideas, but just no commitment over any particular design. All that changed on that very day. Jeremy's girlfriend, Bree, was curious about getting her very first tattoo. She wanted it to mark the trip and her experience there. She was inspired to take the plunge because a few of her friends had already done so. The front desk clerk at the studio was everything you'd want them to be for a first-timer. For any timer, really. They were encouraging, not pushy, full of answers to every question, simple or complex, warm, helpful, and funny. That amazing warm experience won Jeremy over. He was now going to get a new tattoo before he left the country. Now, there's two things you need to remember once you get a tattoo. For the first little while, you don't get it wet, and you don't expose it to sun. So really, the only two things you do in Bali. So in this case... The best thing Jeremy and Bree could do was wait till the end of their vacation. So Jeremy and Bree left the tattoo parlor and went snorkeling. A week passes filled with food, beaches, sunsets, and swimming. A blur of all things Bali. But over that time, Jeremy's desire for the tattoo grew. This simple geometric shape that was to be his tattoo was full of personal meaning. He just had to have it. So before ending his vacation, Jeremy made an appointment to get himself branded. Once on the phone, and once confirming, he got some details. The appointment would be on Friday at 7pm, perfect because his flight was the next day, in the early afternoon. It was with an artist he really likes. Doing a little research, he looked on their Instagram page and just loved what he saw. And the last detail, the store closed at 8, so he has approximately about an hour to get his work done. He's assured that this wouldn't be a problem for such a straightforward tattoo. And then the day arrives. Jeremy can hardly contain his excitement. This tattoo 
is going to be a great reminder of an epic vacation. However, at about 6 p.m. that day, a full hour before he's to get his tattoo, he receives a Facebook message. It's the tattoo parlor's receptionist asking if Jeremy was still coming in. This was a little late to be confirming an appointment, but Jeremy assures her that he is. The next message from the tattoo parlor asks if he'd be okay if he could move the appointment 30 minutes later to 7.30. This would accommodate an emergency staff meeting. Jeremy agrees only after being reassured that again, the time would be enough. And then a third message. A third message within that hour before his scheduled appointment. The artist that Jeremy had been promised earlier was no longer available. They had another artist available for him. Jeremy did a quick Instagram search and was far from impressed by what he saw. Before accommodating yet another last minute request, Jeremy asks, Looking at this artist's work online, they don't seem to have a lot of experience with geometric shapes. Will they be okay with drawing my tattoo? The receptionist typed back, Are you not just getting the triangle you sent through? He is more than capable of completing this tattoo. Dot, dot, dot. That's correct. Dot, dot, dot. After reading this message, all Jeremy read was, It's a simple tattoo. Anyone can do it. Why are you even bothering me with this question? Jeremy paused and reluctantly agrees and heads to the tattoo parlor for his new appointment of 7.30. Traveling through a sudden monsoon of rain, he walks up to the front door, only to see in the window they are still conducting this emergency staff meeting. They weren't ready for him at all. When he knocks at the door, one of the staff members pokes their head out and gives him some new directions. Yeah, we're not done yet. Could you stand over there? Pointing to a corner of the outside rained-upon parking lot. I'll let you know when we're done. No timeline, just a bucket full of rain on his head, and growing disappointment. Jeremy decided to kill some of that time at the shop next door. Five minutes pass, then ten, then fifteen. Jeremy had had enough. Tapping into the tattoo parlor's own Wi-Fi from outside the building, he messaged them on Facebook to say, Sorry, this isn't a great experience. I'm canceling. I would have loved to have had my tattoo there. And he left. Upon returning home, after reconnecting to Wi-Fi, a new message popped up from the tattoo parlor. Oh, really? Sorry, we had to have an urgent meeting. We'd love your feedback. So on this last night, instead of enjoying a fun new tattoo, a great customer experience and an early dinner, Jeremy had to respond to some feedback. He did so with a nine-point structured list to be specific. The next morning, on the day he is to leave for town, Jeremy wakes to a new response. This from the staff member that had shoot him away into the rain. She sincerely apologizes and says she'll be sharing his feedback with management and make changes based on it. She then offers a solution. Number one, they'd like to offer to do his tattoo again, this time for free. He is to get a new tattoo artist, with geometric experience this time, more in line with what Jeremy likes. And finally, they are going to open the shop an hour earlier so they can accommodate the time he needs to catch his flight. She ends this new offer with a heartfelt statement. It reads, For us to make amends is to give you the experience all of our customers receive every day. You too deserve it, so I hope you decide to complete your tattoo with us. Jeremy reads this and takes a moment to consider his new situation and his available time. He looked at his watch, calculated how much time he'd need, and made his decision. And now a new tattoo adorns his right forearm.
And that ends the story of the crooked path to a tattoo. So let's look at this through the eyes of the customer, Jeremy. Let's look at the emotional impact that this customer experience had on him. Well, getting a tattoo, a piece of art or statement permanently emblazoned on your skin is a very personal experience for many people. And it was for Jeremy. So he was very, very sensitive to the experience and the story that comes with it. Even though the tattoo would have been a symbol of his time in Bali, it would also carry this bad customer journey with it. It wouldn't just represent what it was intended to, it would also be a reminder of that feeling of being undervalued by the shop. And who wants to carry that with them all day? But through the apology, the offer of doing it for free, the new artist end by accommodating his time, the business was able to turn it around, helping Jeremy feel heard and put a nicer punctuation to his vacation. From this tale, what's the one thing your business can take away to better serve your customers? You can always fix things. So for instance, in this story, number one, apologize. Sincerely, your customers know when you're rolling your eyes at them or pretending to fix a problem when you don't intend to really address it. Apologize sincerely, own the mistake, and acknowledge the failure. This shop went out of its way to really demonstrate that this was a teachable moment for the store. They even said these words, we are deeply and regretfully sorry for our actions and will make sure to not do it again to any customer in the future. Great words. Second, welcome feedback. You can't improve if you don't know what needs improving. As a business, you may not see what your customer sees during a misstep. The moment there is a problem in your customer relationship, whether you agree with it or not, ask for feedback. The tattoo shop asked for feedback immediately and communicated it was going to management and that it was going to be taken seriously. And three, make the solution personal. Through your interactions, listen to your customer that you can find out the best way to correct and fix the problem, especially where it will matter to them the most. In this case, the shop did the tattoo for free that day, provided a different artist with the experience that Jeremy wanted, the best of the three actually that was offered to him, and they did it at a time that accommodated his schedule even opening the store a whole hour early, which gave them plenty of time to still catch their flight. What a nice way to finish the vacation. The moral of the story, everyone has value. Whether they are regulars, whether they are locals, whether they are just there for one moment in time. When things go bad, they all have meaningful information that you can use to better your business. And if you can turn it around for them, they will go out of their way to spread the word about what you do and how you do it. And on that note, thank you very much for listening. I'm Russell Lolliker. It has been my absolute pleasure to read to you yet another CX Storytime tale. If you want to catch me, you can find me on Instagram on The Upsell or my personal one, which is Russell Lolliker. Also, just a story of how to remember my last name. Funny. My brother, actually, he's a little different than I am. He wanted to get tattoos on his knuckles. And he was looking at it because my last name is eight letters. So he's looking at it and he's sort of, I don't know whether he used felt marker on his knuckles just to see what it would look like if it was laid out. Well, he's still contemplating and he looks at his fist and he says, oh, I can't do this. I can't get our last name on my knuckles. 
why? This is the question I had to ask because I didn't know why he was doing it in the first place. So what was the one thing that was actually going to stop him from doing it? Well, he said, it's going to say Lola, L-O-L-A, on one of my hands. And we stopped and we paused for a bit. And then I made a little discovery. But yes, it'll say share on your other fist. Lola and share. I think that sounds kind of badass, actually. Anyway, he never did get the tattoo, but I did get a fantastic story. So if you want to remember how you spell Lollicker, Lola and share. Look, a bonus story to CX Storytime. You have a great time. Take care of yourself. And this ends the chapter of the customer experience storytime tale of The Crooked Path to a Tattoo. Take care.